The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. For to start to understand who was Chacham Ovadia, I think we should start a little, a little history. When Chacham Ovadia was a young boy, his friends who learned with him in class, they say that he did not go out to recess. He used to sit in class, he used to sit and learn. And every time he used to take a different boy and says, come, I'll learn with you, I'll help you. Afterwards, when Chacham Ovadia was around nine years old, his father, he had a grocery store. And another thing that he used to make money from, he used to take books, all kinds of uh, Sifrei Kodesh, Sidurim, all kinds of stuff from Eretz Israel to Baghdad, and then bring books back from Baghdad to Eretz Israel. There used to be a bus from Jerusalem every week, he used to go to Baghdad. And then in one of the times, his father decided to take him with him. When he was around nine years old, this is a story that also Chacham Ovadia himself told us. And also we found it that he wrote, he wrote this story in his handwriting. So he went with his father to Baghdad. They went there for like three, four months. And if you go with a kid for a long time, so what do you do with a kid? So he took him, there was in Baghdad, Midrash Bet Zlech, that was the biggest yeshiva, that's where all the Chachamim of Baghdad used to be. Books in that time wasn't like in our days. Chacham Ovadia went in, a little kid, went into the yeshiva, and he took a Gemara into his hands, and he started learning. And then when the rabbis came, they saw a little boy with a Gemara in his hand, they started yelling at him, they say, hey, this is not a game, stop playing around with the books. So he said, I'm not playing, I'm learning. So they said, no, stop playing. So he said, there's no problem if you think of playing with the book. Ask me whatever you want. And if I don't know the answer, I'll just close the book and, and walk away. So they started asking him questions and he answered them. They didn't know what to do. So they took him to the Rosh Yeshiva. The Rosh Yeshiva in that time was Rabbi Salman Chugi Abudi. He was one of the biggest rabbis in Baghdad, which after also he came there at Israel. Rabbi Solomon Chugi Abudi started asking him all kinds of questions, and he went out of, out of his mind, as they say, and he asked that he should bring the, the, the kid's father over to him. They brought Chacham Ovadia's father, and he told him, listen, you should watch this kid because he is going to be one of Dole Hador. Regarding also Rabbi Salman Chugi Abudi, a story which I heard from Rabbi Avraham Yosef, the son of Chacham Ovadia, was Rabbi of Khulon, he told me that after years, Rabbi Salman Chug Yabudi has came to Eretz Israel, and he had a little kid who used to learn in school together with Rabbi Abraham Yosef. He says, and then one day after school, so the kid told him, listen, come over to my house, let's play. He went over to the house, and when Chacham Salman Chug Yabudi came over, so the kid wanted to tell him who's his friend. So he says, father, you see this kid? He's the son of Chacham Ovadia Yosef, and he is also a very big Gaon. So he said his father looked, and he said, he might be a big Gaon, but Gaon like his father will never be, because his father, he is something special which there wasn't, and there won't be like him. And then Chacham Ovadia Yosef also told us, he says, okay, he was there, so they had to decide where to put him for those three months that he was there. 
So they put him to learn together with the boys 20 years old, was when he was 10 years old. A few more stories from Dolim of who was Chacham Ovadeh Yosef. They mentioned here the Babasali stories. So a story which I heard firsthand who saw the story. There's a big Talmud Chacham in Jerusalem. He told me that when Babasali came to Israel first time, he wasn't in Netivot yet. He used to live in Ashkelon. <coughs> and that Talmud Chacham, he used to be a boy. He used to take care of Babasali. And he said one of the things Babasali had, he had a white robe, which he used to wear only on Shabbat and Yom Tov. And he says, one day in the middle of the week, suddenly Baba Sali calls him over and he says, please dress me in my white clothes. So he told him, Chacham, it's now, it's not Shabbat, it's not Yom Tov. He says, I know it's not Shabbat and Yom Tov, but please dress me up the white robe. He says, okay. Baba Sali asks, he doesn't argue. He put him the white robe. He says, after he dressed him up, so, and here we could also see the Gadut of Babasali because he says the days we are talking, there was no phones in those days, there was nothing to do. He says, after he dressed him up, so Babasali tells him, you know why I dressed up the white clothes? He says, there's a very big Chacham, his name, and we're talking then when Chacham Ovadia was maybe 30 years old. He says, there's a big Chacham called Chacham Ovadia Yosef, and he is supposed to come to me soon. And he is Bebechinat Shabbat. So for to greet him, I have to wear the white clothes Bebechinat Shabbat. He says, and Be'emet, after a few hours, Chacham Ovadia came and he sat, he sat with the Baba Sali. He says, after Chacham Ovadia Yosef went, so the Baba Sali called him over and he told him, you see this one that was here now? He's not ours. He does not belong to us at all. He says, he's one of the Neshamot of the Geonim and the Kadosh Baruch Alenu and put him in our generation. That's Edut from Baba Sali. Also, some more stories, also from Dolim, that we should know, who was Chacham Obadiah Yosef, also from when he was young. It's known, there was in Jerusalem, Rabbi Tzvi Pesach Frank, he was Gadol in Jerusalem, Gadol Ador, in that time, and his daughter, Arabanit Rozovsky, the wife of Rabbi Shmuel Rozovsky, she used to take care of whoever comes and goes into him. First of all, before that, there is a story that it's known that Chacham Ovadia, a few times when he used to come to Rabbi Frank, so Rabbi Frank used to stand. He used to see him and he used to stand up for him when he was very young. So people told him, how do you stand La Frankism? <laughs> so Rabbi Frank told them, he says, and that's why I give him Kazek Kavod. But also his daughter, but also his daughter, she says that one of the things that it's at her father is, was that when people used to come to him, it doesn't matter whoever you are. He said you could be the biggest person in the world. It, she says it was very easy to run things because her father told her the way things work is whoever comes, you have to wait by line. Whenever you come, it doesn't matter your Hashu, your Pashut. You wait by line whenever you came, just go, everybody will come in. She says that was the rule, we cannot move from it, except of one. She said there was a Talmud Chacham, that her father told her whenever he comes, eat second shelo, chabal alav, and whenever he comes, he must go in straight and run out. And that was Chacham Ovadia Yosef. 
Another story, which also Chacham Ovadir Sefer told us himself, in that time there was Rabbi Baruch Rafael Toledano, who was also Gdolador Shel Yadut Morocco. When he came to Eretz Israel, so Maran said, I'll go over, I'll give him a book. A new book came out of Yabiya Omer. Maran says, I'll go, I'll give him my book. So he says, he took the book, he went over, he knocked at the door, he says, Rabbi Rafael Baruch Toledano Atzmo opened the door, and he says, yes, what could I help you? He says, my name is Kacha Vekacha, I want to give you my book. So he says, Rabbi Rafael took the book, and then he looked at him from top to bottom a few times, and then he says, Shakran, go away, Shakran, go away. He started yelling at him. So Chacham over there said, told him, Lama Shakran, this is me. So he says, no, I know this book. I know Yabi Omer. It has to be some great, it's someone very old. Can't be a, a youngster. Shakran, tilech mipo. And then Chacham Ovadiah Yosef started speaking to him in the mood and he saw he had to prove it's him. And then Chacham gave him his books and he asked Chacham Ovadiah Yosef to make him a gaot on his books. Another story which we heard from Chacham Ovadiah Yosef himself, the rabbi from Brisk, a rabbi from Brisk, used to be a great Gaon, and his mind worked very fast. And one of the things is that whenever they used to bring him new books from Mashenik Chabrez Manenu, he used to take a book for like five, ten minutes, not more, and he used to throw the book away. He wouldn't be able to read Poskim of, of our time. And then one day Chacham Ovadiah Yosef was walking on the street. He saw the rabbi, the rabbi Mibriz. He says, okay. I'll go, I'll give him my book. He went, he gave him, it was his first book. He handed it over. The rabbi took him, he took it, he asked him, who are you? He said, I'm Porat Yosef. Okay. After a few days, Agaon Mitchebin saw Chacham Ovadiah Yosef, and he told him, what did you do to the Rebbe Mibrisk? What did you do to the Rebbe Mibrisk? What did I do to the Rebbe Mibrisk? I didn't do to him anything special. I saw him on the street. I gave him... I gave him a book, nothing, nothing more than that. He says, no, no, she got out of you, drove him crazy. He says, he says, some Avrech from Porat Yosef saw him, gave him a book, and already for three days he can't leave, he can't leave the book from his hand. Those are little stories from Gdolim for to know who was this big person who we are speaking on him. One of the Big things Chacham Ovadia Yosef did is first of all was to change the mind of people. <clears throat> because Chacham Ovadia Yosef himself told us in those days when he was still young, when we talk about the whole Olama Torah, so Ashkenazim, it's known they used to be much more than us. So he says, Olama Torah Ashkenazi used to be 800 students. That's what they used to have in all Eretz Israel. And the Sfaradim, we used to have 70 students, not more, one yeshiva, Porat Yosef. Man used to say, Shivim Marim Vayamod There were there strict people, they used to keep it, that their Chatz Shalom shouldn't be even one student more than 70. So that was the whole Olam HaTorah Sfaradim. And except of that, also people, the way people's mind used to work, it was that if a person, let's say, was a carpenter, and it brings him Parnassah, so it means that his son after him will be a carpenter, and his grandson will be a carpenter, and his great-grandson, and Koldorotav going on. Same thing with the butcher, same thing with anything. And then Chacham Ovadia Yosef started going and telling people 
that things could look different. If you are a carpenter, it doesn't mean that your son must continue you. There's a thing called Limut Torah. There's some guy in Jerusalem, an old guy, his name is Shmuel Gilkarov, that the rabbi many times he used to tell me, Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef, he used to tell me, you see this guy, he was my first driver. So I went over one day to that guy and I told him, the rabbi says that you were his first driver. What's, what's standing in behind it? What's your first driver? So he says, I'll tell you what's to be the first driver. He says, the days the rabbi is talking about are days when there weren't any cars in Jerusalem. He says, but I used to work in the electricity company. So I used to have a car of the electricity company and I used to take, him, to take it home with me after. So he said, so I, I said to myself, if I have a car from the electricity company, I have to do with it something. So he said, so I went over to Chacham Ovadir Yosef and I told him, listen, we've got here a car every day. You could use it freely, whatever you want. So he says, so that's how I was his first driver. And then he says, and you think it was easy to be his driver? I told him why. He says, because come, I'll tell you what's Chacham Ovadir Yosef. He says, he used to call me every day, every day before Mincha Arvit, an hour or two before, Chacham Ovadir Yosef used to call me over. And he used to say, Shmuel, Isa, drive. Where are we driving? Just drive. He says, we used to drive. Look where there's a moshav, where there's some path to go in. He says, we used to go in. Chacham Ovadir Yosef used to go to the shul before Mincha Arvit, knock on the bima, say, I want to speak. And start telling people how important it is to send their kids to learn in Chinuch Torani. And he says, and I didn't finish in that. He says, because you know, people, you just came, they didn't even think about it. So he used to finish. And then people used to say, yeah, you know, we'll think about it. We'll say, he says, okay, no problem. You could think about it. But give me your name, give me your phone number, and I'll make sure they'll be in touch with you. He didn't leave people alone. And that's how he started this whole change. It's also known the first Sephardi yeshiva after Purat Yosef was Yeshivat Orat Torah, was Yeshiva that Chacham Ovadia Yosef himself opened up. After Baruch Hashem, other yeshivot started opening up, but also Yeshivat Orat Torah of Chacham Ovadia Yosef, that's where Chacham Shalom Kohen used to learn, Rabbi Ba'adan used to learn, all the great rabbis we've got today. And from there, Baruch Hashem, all the change started. Another very, very, very big change, which Baruch Hashem, today, we're all used to it. Like, it's the same thing, like we've got a telephone, so no one even thinks what was before there was the phone. No one can imagine to himself the times there wasn't a phone. So there are many things that we see today, and no one can imagine that it was differently. But one of the big Biggest changes, I think it's the biggest change that Chacham Ovadia Yosef made in this generation, was bringing frontward the whole learning of Halakha. Before Chacham Ovadia Yosef brought it frontward, Halakha was something very on the side. Also Sparadim, also Ashkenazim, also Ashkenazim in the Yeshivot, all what they used to learn was Kochim, was Taharot, was things that not Tachlis. Chacham Obadiah Yosef, he was the one who came and started to make the whole change to bring Halakha frontward and to bring it to each one. And just to understand how was Halakha sideward, Rabbi Vosner, who was in the last generation the biggest Gadol at the Ashkenazim, and he was close student of the Chazon Ish, 
who was the biggest before him, he told Chacham Ovadia Yosef, he also after he wrote it in his book, that the Chazonish himself told him, he says, when I, when I used to study Halakha, so he says, so my friends used to laugh at me. They used to say, ha, huh, you're learning Halakha, what could come out of you? He says, maybe a teacher, maybe. Not more than that. And Baruch Hashem, the Chazonish, everybody knows who he is. And also, Chacham Ovadia Yosef himself told me a few times, he says, it's known, the Chacham Ovadia Yosef books, Taharat Abayit, Avilchot Atahara, everybody today knows that no one could move before it. Chacham Ovadia Yosef himself told me, he says, before I wrote Taharat Abayit, he says, there are many things that today each simple girl knows, that before I wrote the book, he says there were big rabbaniyot that they didn't even keep what basic, basic things that I brought in the book. And he started bringing up the whole thing of halacha. And also bifrat halacha lemaase. Halacha lemaase. There were, I remember a story. One day, some big Rosh Yeshiva brought over to Chacham Ovadia a donor to bless him. And Chacham Ovadia started to speak to the guy. And he told him, So he says, yeah, I learn every day. So Chacham Ovadir Yosef told him, What do you learn every day? He says, And Chacham Ovadir Yosef told him, And what Gemara do you learn? So he says, And Chacham Ovadir tells him, And Kvodo is planning to get divorced? <laughs> he says, No. So Chacham Ovadir Yosef told him, So why do you learn Masechet Gitim? Why don't you learn Dvarim Halacha Lemaaseh? Why don't you learn Tachles? That was Chacham Ovadir Yosef. Bichlal, he used to say, B'Shem HaMaharsha. The Maharsha used to say, A person that has three hours a day to learn, he must learn at least two hours Halachot, and then in the third hour he's got empty, he could learn whatever Mashali Bochafet, whatever he wants, he could learn in the third hour. But the Maharsha says that a person who has three hours a day to learn, he must learn at least two hours halachot, and in the third hour he could start learning different things. Also one of the things that Chacham Ovadah used to put on it, the point was especially Hilchot Shabbat. It's known that Chafetz Chaim says that a person who does not learn Hilchot Shabbat, vaday that he's Mechalel Shabbat. And it would be, and he used to put on it so much the point, it's known that in the last few years, there's this whole movement, Hilchot Lashon Ara, to learn, they say, whoever learned Hilchot Lashon Ara, you could see Nisim, you could see things. When they came over to Chacham Ovadia Yosef, and they asked him to sign the note of whoever learns two Hilchot Lashon Ara a day, he said, Kodem she'idu Hilchot Shabbat, Hilchot First of all, you must know Hilchot Shabbat. And that's what he used to, to put, Bifrat, Ilchot Shabbat, Ilchot Brachot. Those were the basic points, Chacham Ovadia, and it's known he used to give his shiur every Motzei Shabbat, and he used to bring himself, everybody, all the Gdolim say, they say, you can't understand how such a person who was so top, so, so on the top, and he could bring himself down that even the, the smallest person <laughs> should understand whatever he's talking. And we see the passion everywhere until today. Last week, I was in prison. Not that, well, not that I was prisoned, but I was asked to come to prison in Israel um, to speak by the biggest murderers. I was in a place, everybody there, there was 
for it to come in there, you have to murder. Without that, you can't come in. <laughs> and you see how much people want to learn, how much people want to hear about Chacham Ovadia Yosef. When I came there, he said, the, I, the guy, in the, I asked him, how long am I supposed to speak? He said, you know, they're, they're not easy people. We'll start like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And if we see they're sitting on, so, you know, maybe, maybe we'll go on. I was there for over two hours. And then also, Hashem, they had to pray Mincha. So I told them I have to go, but they wanted me to stay more. I was scared they'll, they'll leave me with them. So <laughs> I just ran away. But even today, we see how much people want to hear of every and and also there when i was there each one has a story that i heard him i came close because he was he gave me he gave me a tap and each one with his story was a person that there's also almost anyone that he didn't touch yosef was the person who knew to use every single second. There wasn't a second at him that was wasted. One time he told one of his grandsons, he told him, you should know that on Shabbat, when I go, when I sit in the table and I wait for you until you all make Netilat Yadayim, he says, I finished the sas a few times just from the waiting. Also, in the car, we always used to sit in the car. He used to learn, sometimes even write while driving. The only thing that used to, when they used to bring him a car, a new car, he used to check, he used to have a lamp in the back. If the car has the lamp, so this car is good. If the car doesn't have the lamp, so there's nothing to do with this car. And another story that we could see how Chacham Obadiah Yosef used to look at things. Today, Baruch Hashem, when someone wants to say, how do you see Kama Chashuv is a rabbi. You know, the more Chashuv he's got around him, the more Chashuv car he's got, the more expensive car he's got. So he's a bigger Chashuv a rabbi. I remember when they brought Chacham Obadiah, the first BMW. So in that time, even now, at us, it was a big chidush. It was People weren't regular to see such a thing. And even you could say people from inside, their eyes went out from such a thing. And then one day... The car got broken, they had to take it to be fixed. But Chacham had classes to go. He, the, car, the car is gone, but he has to continue to go. And then someone came over with some jalopy to take him to Ashiur. And when we came back home, I remember his eyes were this. So he tells Chacham he says, you know, Chacham, the new car, they bought the rabbi now. You could buy maybe 20, of, 20 like mine with it. So Chacham Ovadiah told him, yeah, you're sure? So he says, yeah, at least 20 like man you could buy with this car. So Chacham Ovadiah says, okay, I didn't know that thing. I'll come home, I'll tell Moshe to buy me a car like yours, just that it should have a lamp. That was Chacham Ovadiah. Also, everybody used to see him wearing the cape, wearing his hat like a crown. Mamasha king, Melech Beyofyo. When he used to take those clothes, he used to call it work clothes. And not just to call it work clothes, when they started to make britot at Chacham Ovadia's house on Shabbat, we went down to the brit, and then they brought him over the cape, they brought him the hat, and he took it and he threw it away. So they say, Chacham, we've got a brit. 
says, yeah, but it's Shabbat today. This is work clothes. I cannot wear it on Shabbat. And only after when, you know, one of the fathers came in and he says, Chacham, not just that I have a brit on Shabbat, hardly people could touch kavod for me, for me. He says, okay, if it makes people good, I'll wear it for the people. But also whenever he could, he just would move it away. When Chacham Obadiah Yosef, I remember the first night when we got to the hospital. Bichlal, it's chashuv that people should know. Speaking about Chacham Obadiah Yosef's hours, he used to sit, he hardly used to sleep, he used to sit and learn. It's also known on Yom Kippur War that Chacham Obadiah Yosef gave himself for the whole story of a thousand agunot. A thousand agunot were on the war of Milchemet Yom Kippur, which Chacham Obadiah Yosef has put day and night for it to check each one. And it wasn't easy. And especially that there was also before the Dachedem for a few hundred years, that Lometirim Agunot, because the story that there was. And it's known that even though we'd want them all to come back, that each Aguna that Chacham Ovadia Yosef put a stamp on it, no one came back. I was told by one of the rabbis in the Rabbanut Atzvait, in the military Rabbanut, he told me, he says, there's a story that people don't know so much. He says, Chacham Ovadia Yosef in those days, he sat and he gave a stamp for each Aguna. He used to sit and he used to give a stamp. He said, but there was just one case which Chacham Ovadia Yosef, he sat and by all what was in inside the file, it was a aguna which you could give the stamp. But Chacham Ovadia Yosef said, I can't give my stamp on this, on this case. And he said, then they went and they checked the files of all the refugees and the name wasn't there, which means he's not a refugee. And still Chacham Ovadia Yosef was not willing to give a stamp on this file. He said that afterwards, when there was, when they changed refugees between Israel and Egypt. So Chacham Ovadiah Yosef called this rabbi over and told him, listen, even though his name is not on the, on the list, I want you to go now to the airport and I want you to see in your eyes if this refugee is not coming off the plane. And he says, I went to the airport and I saw them all coming off the plane. I checked the lists. I saw them all, how they're checking their names one by one. And this guy wasn't between them. So then I called up Chacham Ovadiah Yosef and I told him, listen, Chacham, I saw them all going up. We checked the lists. He's not here. There's nothing to do. And he told me, he says, did the plane leave? So he said, I told him, no, not yet. It's okay. So stay there. As long as the plane is there, you're still on duty. You can't leave. He says, okay. Chacham says, I just stayed. Did nothing special. And I stayed, he says, and like 20 minutes after all the refugees came on, he says, suddenly I see someone going off the plane. And I ran over and asked him, what's your name? And he told me his name. And he says, that's the one file for some of Yosef wasn't willing to stand. That's how Siata Dishmaya used to have with every single thing that he used to do. The first night we got to the hospital after Chacham Yosef fell. So I remember... It was around two o'clock at night. We were in the hospital and Chacham over there, he seemed like on the bed, 
moving from side to side. And then his son, Chacham Moshe, he asked him, he says, Father, is everything fine? Yeah, Baruch Hashem, everything's fine. <coughs> and after a few minutes, we see him again moving from side to side. And again, he asks him, is everything fine? Said, sure, everything's fine. It went out a few times. And then his son, he says, Abba, if everything's fine, so why are you just moving from side to side if everything's fine? So Chacham Ovadiyah says, what do you want me to do? I don't have you any books. I don't have you anything. What do you want me to do in bed? And then we asked him, what books should we bring? I told him I could go down. There's a library of the hospital. He told me which marot to bring him, which books to bring him. I went, I brought him the books. He took the books. And until I remember, he stopped at the nets. He stopped just for to pray. And then until around like it was, just, I think around 10, 11 o'clock, he sat and learned. Around 11 o'clock, he fell asleep. So his son told me also how much he says, listen, I don't think he's so focused. I think he's just holding the books. So I told him it doesn't look like it, but he says, let's try. So we wrote down for ourselves, where was he holding on each book? And we just closed the books. And then after like half an hour, Yosef got up and everything, he opened the books in the same spot. Bichlal, Klalut, he used to have, that's another thing you see, Siyata Dishmaya. Whenever he used to open a book, almost never used to see him turning up pages. He used to take a book, wherever he needs, he used to just open it up. He used to almost always open up wherever he needs. And Baruch Hashem, Chacham Yosef, used to use books. There's no one who used to use books like him. If we look in Yabiya Omer, which is today also, Bichlal, Yabiya Omer, if we wouldn't have this book, all the Bateidin, you could just close them up. Bateidin can't move without his books. But if we look at Biaomel, there are their answers, and we're talking about the old days no computers, no no search engines. If he brings a Posek, it means he opened up the Posek, he checked it, he looked, he brings from him. There are answers in Biaomel that if you open it up and if you count, there are there over 800, 900 poskim in one answer. That was Hacham Ovadiyah Yosef. It's also known that he was in, when they started with the computers, he was in Balilan University and they, they made him competition against the computer and he won the computer also. Hacham Ovadiyah Yosef, he used to have Mesirut Nefesh and he didn't try to to make for himself easy life. There was one time, also politicians, I remember when politicians used to come, he didn't really like it, people, you know, whoever wants. And if he used to see that Tachlis, there are things that are gonna come out of it, so he used to sit with them. If not, he didn't. I remember in the time that Barack Obama came to Israel and from the American embassy, they called up and they said that they want to see maybe how could they put in the schedule that he should meet Chacham Ovadia Yosef. And then we asked the rabbi and he says, I won't waste my time on him. <laughs> and that, that was Chacham Ovadia Yosef. Also sometimes, you know, there are some movies that you could see him sitting in all kinds of parties that they used to make for all kinds of this. And I remember always they used to ask him, no, how was it? She said it was fine, but if I didn't learn, it would be much better.
there was one that one time that we had that that there had to be a big convention in Yadiriyao, and then a few days before, so they called they called up and they said that it's not working out and they're calling it off. So each one should say, okay, we just called it off, and then. In the same day that there was supposed to be the convention on Mincha, Chacham Ovadeh Yosef called me and he says, listen, today, tonight, there was supposed to be a very big convention in Yad Eliyahu, and they just called it off. He says, but for me, I committed myself to the Tzibur. He says, I already committed myself, so I must go and speak for Tzibur. He says, do me a favor, find for me a place that there will be big Tzibur, that I'll go speak before the tzibul. He said, now from the afternoon until the evening, how will I find such a place? So then I remembered there, there was Rabbi Yaakov Shapira of Yeshivat Merkaz Arab. He used to call me the whole time. He used to say, do me a favor, bring the rabbi over to our yeshiva, that he should give us a lesson. So I said, you know, it'd be a good idea. They're not so far. They've got many students. I'll call him up. I'll tell him that he's got his chance now. The rabbi could come. So I called up Rabbi Yaakov Shapira. I told him, listen, you've got your chance. Tonight, if you want, the rabbi could come. And he started crying on the phone. So I told him, why are they crying? He says, I'm crying because it's not my chance of Chacham Ovadiah Yosef coming. He says, the siyata dishmaya of Chacham Ovadiah Yosef. He says, tonight, it's the your side of my father. Rabbi Avrum Shapira, he says, and tonight we're gonna we're supposed to have here thousands of people. He says it's not the yeshiva. We're supposed to have here thousands of people coming. He says, and Chacham Yosef, he says he's gonna come. We're more than happy, but I'm crying because of the siyata dishmaya that he looked a place to speak, and here they bring him thousands without even without even trying. Another thing, it's known Chacham Yosef. The main thing he used to to like to like is to sit and learn. Nothing more than Torah. But also, it's known, one of the Israel in the last generation, Reb Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach. There was a time that Chacham Ovedeh Yosef used to sit and learn in the yeshiva of Rabbi Frank, together with Rabbi Eliashiv, with Rabbi Shmuel Rozovsky, with Rabbi Oyerbach. They all used to sit there together. And Chacham, and Rabbi Oyerbach said, he says, Chacham Ovadeh Yosef, in those days, he said, we all love to learn. He says, we all had the burn to learn. He says, but Chacham Ovadeh Yosef was the only one who had the gdula that was also able to close the book and to go out to the others and not just think about himself. As it's known, how much Chacham Ovadeh Yosef used to like learning, there's one thing that he used to like even more than learning, which is Zikuy Rabim. He used to say, Ma'alat Zikuya Rabim, there's nothing bigger than that. And that's the only thing he used to close his book for. He used to go from place to place and speak and bring people closer. And whenever he used to hear of others doing it, he was also very happy. Because that's also one of the things Sacham Yosef, he didn't never look for that they should say, I did. One of the first books he wrote was Klaleo, to teach others how to, how to teach. Not just learn my books and... And, and that's it. He wanted always that others should know how to pass it on also, not just him. So one of, the thing, one of the things was he used to close the books and go from place to place. Especially on Elul, Chodesh Elul, he used to go five, six places at night. We used to go, 
we used to come back. We used to leave the house at 7, 8 o'clock. We used to come back at maybe 2 o'clock at night. That's also whenever we used to come back, always. He never went to bed. Always. He used to come back, sit and learn. On a little for to make, for to make, to go from place to place. We used to go north, south, that we could make so many places. And sometimes they decided to bring a helicopter. And you know, people see a helicopter, but whoever sat in a helicopter knows it's not, it's not the greatest thing. It's, not, it's kind of sitting in a blender, not more than that. And the last time we flew, we went into the helicopter on a regular night. We had to go to Akko and Naharia. It's an hour flight. And we flew to, to Akko, to Naharia. When we landed in Naharia, there were there all kinds of six people that they promised them that Chacham Ovadiah will bless them. He blessed them. All kinds of things. After people moved away, so suddenly Chacham Ovadiah told me, he says, call an ambulance. Now, whoever knows Chacham Ovadiah Yosef, even though that always, to whoever used to ask him, he used to always say, whatever the doctors say you must do for himself, he always used to try as much as to keep far from the doctors. Chacham Ovadiah Yosef should tell us, call an ambulance. It's not... So we called an ambulance, and they took him to the hospital, and he had, to, he had a heart attack, and he had to, to have an operation over there. After some time, when he started getting stronger, so I asked him, I told him, Rabbi, I told him, a person who gets a heart attack, it can't be that he doesn't feel anything. A heart attack is something... <clears throat> so he says, uh, yeah, I had very hard pain. So I told him, how long was it after we took off? So he says, uh, around 10 minutes. So I told him, if it's 10 minutes after we took off, so why did the rabbi have to keep quiet? We could turn it back home. We could land in Tel Aviv. We could land in a hospital. There are so many different things to do. So Chacham Ovadeh Yosef said, listen. He said, I had very, very hard pain. He said, when I got the pain, so I said to myself, you know, I've got pain. He says, but in Nariya, there are people standing on their feet already for three hours waiting to hear Dvar Torah. People are waiting to hear Bracha. So I've got pain. I'll go home. That was Chacham Ovadeh Yosef and his Mesirut. David HaMelech Alav HaShalom says, Yemesh notenu 70 shana, ve'im gvurot 80 shana. You know, we all just read it, and it goes by. Chacham Ovadiah Yosef, whatever he used to read, he used to live. And from the age of 70, Chacham Ovadiah Yosef used to say, whatever, I don't know what will be tomorrow. Every day from now on is a present. And Chacham Ovadiah Yosef, he always used to say, he used to say, on this generation, we got a very, very big bracha, which there wasn't in other generations. The bracha is, called, is the print. There wasn't print in other generations. Baruch Hashem, this generation, we've got the print, we've got books, and Baruch Hashem, everybody could print a book. He says, but with each bracha, there's also always a curse that comes on the side. And what is the curse of the print? He says there are many people who did not sit and learn. Lo shanu, lo, did not learn enough, or all kinds. And each one just prints out a book. And he says, and then a person has a question in halakha. He opens up a book. He says, it says, mutab. He opens up a different book, asul. A different book, maybe. Whatever you open up, each book you've got a different que- a different answer. And tachlis, I want to know what to do. And the person doesn't know what to do. So that's why Chacham Ovadiah Yosef, he started from the age of 70, especially, Baruch Hashem, he always writ, would write. But from the age of 70, he started 
more and more he used to say, I have to leave for the generations after me, solet nekiyah. That a person should have one book that should have the halakha, would check all the halakhot, and a person should open the book and he should know what's the halakha with no, no question. After I checked everything, I checked all the books and all the shitot. And that's why both Hashem Yosef used to sit and put all his strength in the books. And Baruch Hashem, while he was alive, he published 54 books. And also now, after his death, we still, there are books coming out. There was Yabiyah Meyudalaf, which came out. There's now Talat Abayt, which they took out a new one. And there are more than 80 Mahbarot, which they found in the house, over 200 Klaserim, more than 100, hundreds of thousands of handwriting that's, People are sitting on it, but we hope that they'll be able to publish it. But the main thing, whoever wants to do, not for Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef, because Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef, he doesn't need us. We need him. We still need him, even though he's not here. So each person wants to make himself a Toba, but to go in the ways of Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef, and to continue the whole revolution which Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef did and one of the things that that Chacham Ovadiyah Yosef always used to say, he used to say that about rabbis, about simple men, about everybody, he used to say, person who stands in his place and he's not moving forward, it means he's going backwards. There's not no thing as standing in the place. A person always has to go on and go on and go on. So that's why each one, again, we're doing ourselves a favor, not no one else. Each one should take on himself. To learn halachot, if it's two, if it's three, if it's five, if it's ten halachot a day, if it's an hour of halachot a day, each one has as much as he could. And Baruch Hashem, Chacham Ovadeh books are from, he brought it in a way that even a little kid, he's got books that even a little kid could understand. So, Be'ezrat Hashem, that we should all do ourselves the favor, and that will be Leilu Nishmato. And give him back and give ourselves, especially going, continuing the revolution, just going on and on and not stepping in the place that each one should take on himself to learn each day a few halachot. And Be'ezrat Hashem, he should stand in Marom and his schut should stand for us. That Be'ezrat Hashem will see Mashiach Tzidkenu and Tchiyat Ametim and he will be with us. He will need us. We'll have him Be'ezrat Hashem. Amen. Enjoyed this story? Come again, bring a friend, storiestoinspire.org.